0: Good morning and welcome to our Bible readings and our sermon from St. James's Church this morning. Our first reading is from Paul's second letter to the Thessalonians and it's chapter one. And Paul wrote this. This letter is from Paul, Silas and Timothy. We're writing to the church in Thessalonica, to you who belong to God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Dear brothers and sisters we can't help but thank God for you because your faith is flourishing and your love for one another is growing. We proudly tell God's other churches about your endurance and faithfulness in all the persecutions and hardships you are suffering and God will use his persecution to show his justice and to make you worthy of his kingdom for which you are suffering. In his justice he will pay back those who persecute you. And God will provide rest for you who are being persecuted and also for us when the Lord Jesus appears from heaven. He will come with his mighty angels in flaming fire, bringing judgment on those who don't know God and on those who refuse to obey the good news of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with eternal destruction, forever separated from the Lord and from his glorious power. When he comes on that day, he will receive glory from his holy people, praise from all who believe. This includes you. For you believed what we told you about him. so we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you to live a life worthy of his call. May he give you the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do. Then the name of our Lord Jesus will be honoured because of the way you live. And you will be honoured along with him. This is all made possible because of the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading is from the Gospel of Luke, and it's chapter 19, verses 1 to 10. Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass that way. When Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. But the people were displeased. He's gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half my wealth to the poor, Lord. And if I've cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. Jesus responded, salvation has come to this home today. For this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and save those who are lost. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So let's pray as we come to consider these readings together Lord God we thank you for your grace towards us we ask that you fill us again with your Holy Spirit who would hear your voice speaking to our hearts today Amen So um, which of you I wonder feels like Zacchaeus uh, you've come to church or you've logged on and uh, started listening to this sermon feeling like uh, you're awful you are a dreadful person Um, other people despise you Uh, you dislike yourself Uh, and and you've come looking for some sense that there is there might be forgiveness that there might be freedom there might be a different way of feeling than how you feel right now anyone I've grown up in the church I've grown up with the story of Zacchaeus a very little man very little man was he about climbing trees Um, I've never felt in Zacchaeus place and actually for for a lot of Christians no let me not let me take ownership of this for me I struggled because my testimony was not like that of Zacchaeus it was not like that of Paul it was not like that of the Thessalonians the Thessalonians uh, they're being persecuted people are abusing them because of their faith in Jesus and they're standing strong and Paul saying I'm encouraged because of what you are doing and God bless you I pray for you as you stand firm under this persecution I grew up in a Christian house no one was persecuting me Um, there might be a joke at school if I talked about the fact I went to church on a Sunday that's not persecution Um, and Zacchaeus had repentance he was he was greedy and he was stealing and and then he gave it all back he he completely turned around I grew up in a Christian household I was 11 when I made a definite decision and said uh, Jesus I want to follow you come into my life now aged 11 I wasn't that bad a sinner the truth is I got worse after I became a Christian because my opportunities to sin increased Um, suddenly I had hormones suddenly I had um, disposable income that I had power over I had more independence and therefore actually I had well more capacity to sin and so my testimony was I came to faith I became a Christian And my life then became harder, more complicated, uh, more full of sin. And who shares that kind of story? Who shares uh, a testimony about how they became a Christian and were worse afterwards than they were before? Now that's, I don't think I'm unusual. But the truth is, if we have met with Jesus... Our lives should be changed. If we have met with Jesus, if we belong to Jesus, then there should be a difference before and after. Now, for me, it was a gradual difference. I found that as I grew older, my capacity to sin grew more, but my capacity to understand God's forgiveness and my capacity to understand what what God wanted for me grew. But I do think there is a, a real risk for those of us who have grown up Christian. If you've grown up apart from Jesus, you've lived without him. And then he comes into your life and he makes such a difference. And so there is a sense of, oh, Jesus, I, I see now who you are. And now I'm going to live in this way because of you. Whereas because I did my All my secondary education and my university and my first job was with Jesus, was belonging to him. There's a danger that you think that what you have is a sign of God's blessing. It's it's basically that it's yours, that you have earned it in your life as as a Christian, as someone walking with God. And then that that is yours and so you're gonna hang on to it whereas for those people who have met Jesus like Zacchaeus there is such gratitude for what what God has done for them as an adult the, the way that he changes how they feel the way that he provides the freedom of knowing you are forgiven the things you've done wrong don't count against you anymore um, that actually what you have is like God, you take it. Jesus, it belongs to you. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Whereas for me, as an adult, that's harder. Because it's like, well, I've always known Jesus. I don't have a very clear before and after picture. There's just been this gradual growth in how well I know God in in what I've seen of him in my life. But then if I take for granted God's goodness, if I take for granted what Jesus gives us, if I take for granted what I own and think that it is mine and I hold on to it and I say, "Well, OK, thank thank you, God, please bless me and what I have. Then I run the risk of being like the Pharisees who are watching Jesus go to uh, bless Zacchaeus and they grumble. Say so why are you blessing him? Why are you being nice to someone who's who's been so so greedy and evil and unpleasant? No one likes him. Stay away from Jesus. Come see us. Come be with the good people. And we have this verse where Jesus says, uh, "I have come uh, to seek and to save those who are lost." It's been a long time since I was lost. In that sense lost in the sense of not knowing God not knowing how to pray how to how to know myself in God's presence I what that was when I was 10 that's a long way away now Jesus has always had this heart for the lost when he came everyone he met was lost because they couldn't keep the law they couldn't save themselves and they are waiting for God to send a savior I just as I look at the readings today I'm aware of how often I'm expecting God to bless me and I'm looking at what I have and I'm thinking well I I'm doing well I belong to God I'm following Jesus Um, so God I would like this this and this I want my health I want uh, enough money Uh, I want my uh, life to be as free of stress as possible thank you very much and actually that's not what Jesus offers us Jesus offers to always be with us but he also says that um, anyone who gives up things for him will be repaid and along with them have persecutions, trials and troubles. He specifically says that to his disciples. And so I worry sometimes, I'm worried reading these readings that because I live mostly free from persecution because I live um, obeying God as, as best I can. I've lost that sense That Zacchaeus had, of how much of a difference Jesus makes, of how great my need for God is. Just how incapable I am of saving myself. And as we appreciate that we cannot save ourselves, as we appreciate that we cannot we cannot look after ourselves, that we need God's power, we need God's grace. Then there is gratitude and out of gratitude there is a change in our behaviour. We What we have is there for, for other people. It's there for God to use. It's there to bless other people so that they would know what we have discovered which is that God is good, that God loves us, that God is with us. God is not interested in us having enough to get by. And living the life that we have now on and on and on and on and on until we die and then we have heaven god wants us to know his joy his peace his love now and he wants us to share it with other people now jesus came to seek and to save the lost now the worry is that when we, when we go and seek and save the lost that means putting our heads above the parapet that means saying what we believe that means saying Um, (coughs) that Jesus is the only way to know God. And when we do that, maybe then there is some persecution. Maybe there is then some some negative uh, pushback against us. Is that a reason not to do it? When we seek and save the lost, when we go and speak to people who don't know Jesus, we are joining in with what Jesus is already doing. And when we do that, then we see people like Zacchaeus changed knowing that freedom for the first time when we do baptisms it is the biggest blessing it is such a joy to see people go into the water and come out knowing that they are belonging to God knowing that they are changed that they are forgiven that they are free I love that we've done baptisms every year at St James that says to me that we are not We're we're not completely missing what God is doing. We are joining in with some of what God is doing. But there is more to do. Think about the thousands of people living in Alperton. And Jesus wants to seek and save each and every one of them. So our call today is to check ourselves. Have we become complacent? Have we become uh, accustomed to being forgiven? To being blessed that we've lost that sense of gratitude that sense of passion to do something different with our lives because of what jesus has done for us now on the notice sheet for years now uh, it's given people to pray for from saint james's and then it says and three people to meet and encounter the love of god this week i would ask you this week to go further uh, as you pray now, ask God to give you uh, three people who you are going to see this week who don't know Jesus yet. And I'd ask, I'd ask you to commit to praying for them. Write their names down, stick them on the fridge, stick them on your computer, put them onto your phone. It doesn't matter. Put it where you'll be reminded. And every day pray, Jesus, would you seek and save this person? Would you help them to know your love for them? Help them to know that they, are, they can be forgiven. And as you pray for them every day, trust that by God's Holy Spirit, they will have the opportunity to hear God's good news. It might be through you, it might be through someone else. But if you are praying every day, you are joining in with what Jesus is doing. And I think as a church, we need to be more passionate, more excited about being part of that ministry of Jesus. Because it's that ministry that saw us, our families, come into faith in the first place. Now, if you're one of these people, kind of go, but Steve, I became Christian a couple of years ago. I I still remember what it was like to not know God that's fantastic what i'd say to you is keep telling your story tell us tell other people at saint james your story help us to remember what it is for people to not know jesus so that we are stirred up so that we become passionate to see lives change the way that zacchaeus life was changed i'm going to pray and ask jesus to fill us with his holy spirit so that we can be part of what he is doing to see the kingdom of God come in Alperton in the lives of our family and our friends today let's pray Jesus thank you for the difference that you make to us thank you that because of your death and resurrection we are forgiven we are free from sin and guilt and shame we are free from fear of death because our lives belong to you Lord would you fill us again with your Holy Spirit that that awareness of what you've done for us would be awakened again and that like Zacchaeus we would we would take action to give away what you've given to us to bless others with those things where we have been blessed by you and Lord would you put into our hearts those around us who don't know you that you would have us pray for who you are at work in And Lord, would you give us the strength to pray for them each day? We pray that you would open windows for the gospel. There would be opportunities for them to hear your word, to hear of your love. And we pray for lives to be changed. For people to know of your love and to to come to follow you the way Zacchaeus did. Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as in heaven. Jesus, we ask this in your name and for your glory. Amen. Thank you so much for listening, for watching. Uh, Have a lovely week and God bless. Bye bye.